When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, Vegas Sliwa is still alive. He is going yep. to Laker games, preseason games. He's attending meetings, yep. and you've made it to mm-hmm. work on time. I'm very, very impressed. Slowing down. The engine's starting to engine's starting to break down a little bit, Trev. Um, <laughs> how do people do summer league out here? Yeah, that's what. That's a couple weeks, right? They do ten days. How, yeah. does, how does somebody stay in Las Vegas? I went yesterday when I walked to the arena. It was the first time I had seen natural light and felt <laughs> an actual and what they're pumping into this MGM here. So was do you were like a vampire? Did you like recoil at the, the the feeling of sun on your skin, or was it nice to get out among you know human beings and live like a normal person? Now I was kind of like you know what this is nice. Let's do the uh, let's get back in the hotel. I prefer air conditioning. Forget <laughs> this whole fresh air thing. Forget this natural light stuff. My skin doesn't need that. My 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 uh, immune system doesn't need fresh air. I've told you I when I used to work for Yahoo Sports Radio, we would do a week yeah. in Vegas, and 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 not even a week. <laughs> it was it was a full eight days. It was Sunday to Sunday. Okay, it was the entire oh my time, gosh. and it it is impossible to describe what that fourth and fifth day feel like like and 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 i don't really go crazy when it's like work time but even just a couple of days on the weekends like sneak into the the middle part of the week there's no recovering from it just once you've gone past that 36 hour mark in vegas all bets are off okay i will i will say this there is it's not like i'm here on uh you know a Saturday with Canelo fighting whoever, right? So it's not like crazy, which is actually kind of nice. Walking um, walking the strip when you actually feel like you have a little space and you're not shoulder to shoulder with people. Mm-hmm. Vegas is not that bad. And and this time of the year, weather's actually pretty nice. I, I mean, it's, it's hot perfect. during the day, maybe 90, but it, at night it's perfect to go for a walk. Did you do anything last night yeah. other than go to the Laker game? Um, went to the Laker game, obviously. Game ended around 11. I got a funny story, and I got to figure out how to kind of um, – I'm going to wait a little bit. I'm going to wait a little bit on, on this one. Um, Why? Uh, let, let, let's wait for crosstalk. I, I want to get John in uh, – just a couple things happened last night that I think you're going to find incredibly hilarious. And I wanted – because I was with John, because I was John with John for pretty much the entire night – um, I want John to be a part of telling the story, and let's just say I think you're going to die laughing, but we have some funny stories I'm going to share with you. But let, let's wait for John to come in, because I actually I told John yesterday, I'm like, I'll wait for Crosstalk to mention any of the stories. Well, I'm just saying, we got three hours that you're saving your stories <laughs> know, for yeah. a 10-minute window. Maybe, 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 that's uh, they, These better be pretty good stories, is all I'm saying. That If you're going to start teasing them at 10.03... I don't think I'm going to disappoint. I think you will be... I think you will like the stories. They're pretty full. I am going to trust your judgment. I'm going to, you know, yes. I'm, I'm just saying that you have now set the bar incredibly okay, how about high. This? How about this? If the story is not good enough and it's awful, at 101, you can bounce out of crosstalk, and then it's up to me to finish the rest of the 
I hope your comics is I, get you. I was going to say, by you the way, that's the a road. really good bet, Slee. That is a re- I, I am. I, I, I look. You might have gotten abducted by aliens with LeBron James last night, and I'm not going to like the story. <laughs> and you're still that, out. <laughs> that I can tap out at 101. I'm just saying that now that you've put okay, that on I'm the just, table, I'm just asking this. You. You need to also just just you need to be honest with your reaction. Of you can't be like, well, that's stupid. And then even <laughs> no, though inside course. you like it, and you're like, because what I could see you doing is hurrying up, getting downstairs, and listening to the rest of the story <laughs> on your way down to Orange County. That's not a bad idea. I could I could listen to the app and as calling, I go down to my car. Calling from your phone, calling from your phone. If you need to chime in on anything, it, it's not a bad deal. So, is there anything that I mean? Look, I, I'm I'm excited. You this is a very good yeah. tease. You've done a good job of building yeah. anticipation but mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. nothing there's there's no like genre of story there's no uh, a, like little breadcrumb that you want to drop you're literally just saying you got to wait three hours until we get to this yeah there was a lot going on um there was there was a lot going on um definitely some worthy splashes involved as well nice uh maybe a couple worthy splashes involved maybe a few more than a couple worthy splashes involved are you burning um, trees level sliwa this morning or are you all right no, 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 no. The burn, yeah, the burning, uh, burning spear. Can you stop doing the burning? I, I really, yeah, I, I, mean, I, I, is... I, I swear to you, I no, don't. I know you I don't. Do, I no, don't I know even you remember. Know. I know which you the don't right know. Disrespect. <laughs> what's the right one? So I can get it right. Burning, <laughs> burning, spear. burning spear, burning spear. Burning spear. Okay, burning now spear, we did yes. burn a lot of trees that evening. <laughs> that that part is correct. That part is correct. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't. Hey, let me pretend for three hours like everything's okay. I'm much more open today to tell you that. Yeah, feeling a certain way this morning, but okay. not not that way. Was not, not Cousin way. Slee involved in this story at all? Did he does he make an appearance in Las Vegas? Oh, if only he did. When I when I tell Cousin Slee the story that I will tell at one, oh, Cousin Slee will be smiling ear to ear. He'll be smiling ear to ear as well. Okay, I'm going to make one more attempt at this, and then I'm going to move on. Okay, okay, it's fair. I, this I, is yeah. It's I, like I, you're. This is you're basically interviewing like the president and you're prying in on topics that you think the people want to know well, here, here's yep. what i'm saying is that uh mm-hmm. the audience comes and goes not everybody that's listening at 10 is going to be available to listen at one and wh- while john obviously is integral to this story um you yeah. can tell it without him and then maybe he could give his version of events at one o'clock and we could see who's better at telling the story whether or not all the details of the story line up there i feel like there are multiple ways to get uh, the juice out of this okay so i think you just got to use my judgment on this one use my judgment um <laughs> listen to the podcast guys which is listen fair to the podcast <laughs> Which, by the way, is completely fair. When you say that's what I'm afraid of, <laughs> right. I would be afraid too. But just take this one and, uh, you know, either it crash and burn or it works out perfect for one. All right. I just uh, – yeah. All right. Dun, I'm going to – I was going to say, am, guys, am I am I off base here or, or is, is Al doing the thing where we're building anticipation? It's, it's a lot of anticipation. I, I am going to be mad if it's not good. I'm worried the alcohol yeah. is going to wear yeah, off by fair. one and he's not going to want to tell the story. <laughs> That's a good point too. That's a good. I'm actually you, having a worthy splash right now. <laughs> How many cups of coffee have you had so far today, and have any of them worked? Um. Okay. So let me actually let me let me let me throw this in here. So I don't even know if I have access to this room. I think I have access to this room, but let's go ahead and just put this on the table. There's a at MGM. There is a. How is it like a VIP access type of thing? I probably don't have access to it. Okay. However, when I when I originally got here. 
you're supposed to go get a wristband because there's some Laker events that we're doing. Polenka was doing a breakfast this morning. So, like, there's some events that we were going to be a part of. Um, you're supposed to go pick it up in that VIP room. Okay. I didn't even get a wristband because they ran out of wristbands. <laughs> your wrist is However, you're going in there without anything. You're just going to try to use your face. I got as nothing. Your, as yeah. Your no, listen, listen to me. And my face will do nothing. That's not helping a thing out here, okay? Hey, I'm Alan Slater, so, host of Lakers Talk Daily. Uh, yeah, I need to be in for here. sure. I need to Are, do this. You know what they're going to say? For sure. Sounds good, man. Did you spend anything down at the casino? Because we're looking at your room, and there are no charges, buddy, okay? <laughs> you didn't even Buy pick a water up that $2 bottle of water that's on, your, on top of the fridge. That the second you touch it, you get dinged for five bucks. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. How much? How much? No, you told I bought me a water this six I, I, bucks was it? I bought a Dasani. I bought a Dasani water this morning. It was six dollars. Okay, six dollars. And I'm looking at the lady. We're both making eye contact. I have no reason to make eye contact with her, other than the fact that I'm trying to read. Did you just say six dollars? <laughs> yes, I did just say six dollars. Now, do you want to put your credit card in because somebody's waiting behind you that's also going to pay six dollars? Okay, so 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 this VIP room. Okay, so I go originally go get the wristband. Didn't get the wristband. Uh, they ran out of them. Okay, is what it is. So the moment I got in, I realized that that room existed. And I look over and I'm like, oh, there's some coffee over there. There's a coffee machine right there. Oh, some bottles of water, a Nutrigrain bar over there, some fruit over to my left. I have gone in that room probably 31 times since I got here. And I still don't know if I actually have access to the room or I was just supposed to get something originally. So, Trav, when you said how many cups of coffee, yeah. I go down there every 30 minutes. Okay, that's good. Here, here's my concern, Slee. Okay, I, I'm really hoping that the Ireland story is better than that one. Okay, I thought that was the story for a second. <laughs> that I, I'm that I, I'm worried about three You're hours of hype for a there was coffee and fruit and it's not. Well, working. I wasn't hyping up that story. You just said how many cups of coffee did you have? I needed to point comped coffee and i don't think i'm supposed to be getting comped coffee well it's okay? good. i'm glad that you got it especially after your six dollar water greg bit nearly kicked down the door to get in here to have you tell the story <laughs> hey greg how are you man how are good good great to hear from you as well it's a good setup it's a good setup yeah yep yeah yeah yeah, one o'clock. There were multiple the best, the best I could give you. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I, we, John and I. Okay, the only other way we could do this is if John decided to come on, and then, and then we could tell the story together. I'm not. I don't want to tell the story without John. I want to tell it with John. All right, so that that maybe we can compromise and bring him on, and because we yeah we can put both comrades. Well, then we on, might right? as well do crosstalk at eleven. <laughs> well, again, I don't know if Mason's here by then, but we can we can tell it more than once too. We can we can definitely do it more than once. You can have you can have guests from the other shows come on at any point. Now I want to throw this in here. There is corroboration. I just got a text from somebody who knows the story and says that it's great. So so they, they and with. Five exclamation points after the fact. The story um, is great. Wait a minute. Five a minute. exclamation how can, points. How can somebody know the story? It's somebody. I don't know if I should say or not, but it's somebody that we all know that is. is uh, I'd rather not. I'll no, tell you in a second. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm not nope, I'm not going to do it. I'm just saying that, <laughs> that Slee's case is is gaining momentum. That this person is saying that the story is great. Five exclamation points. 
There's too many what secrets. What if I just said that. John and I went and had two drinks in the lobby and then we went to bed? That's <laughs> huh? what, what I'm afraid of. That? Yeah, I mean, that's what. That's that's my fear. And and this way, at least we can get it off. Yeah, the John board and I are probably not the moving. most exciting individuals. Well, sure. I'm just I saying. It. I get it. I'm I'm just saying. All right, Berg, you need to do this. You need to see when Ireland might be available to to collect and do this story. Well, I, here's the thing. Emily, John could you very well. John could very well say. No, we're waiting till one. I can see him doing that. The, yeah, yeah. And if he does, then that's when you can say, "All right, I'm just going to tell it by myself." That you, you, you can, you can go out on an island on this one. Are you, because hey, look, Trav, this is know, good. Trav, Trav, I'm excited Trav. to hear this story. I, I know you are. I know you are. But you know how you say that when somebody oversell or like over recommends a restaurant, sure, and you're not going. I'm leaning towards exactly how you are right now. Yeah, not telling the story till one. <laughs> Just not telling it. Well, that that's fine to punish me, but you're punishing our audience. That that's the that's the rub. I I can deeply no, you know appreciate you wanting gonna to stick tune it in. to me. They're going to tune in with all the hype that's going on now. They're going to tune in at one, and then I'll probably disappoint them. <laughs> well, it does sound like you got acting a little bit, Steve. I can, I can hear it in your voice. He's got a little bit. Of, just a little bit of that. Just a little bit of it. Just tell okay, yourself wait, do, that you, you weren't and power through. Do you think, Greg, do you think it's I got after it last night? Or do you think all the only fresh air I've got for two days is the MGM and whatever's in the lobby? That's all. That, that also might have something to do with it. Ooh, that's, that did, okay. Did you see the sun yeah. come up before you went to bed? I went to bed probably around 3. Okay. So it's still dark at least. It's still dark at least. Okay, again, that's another brick in the wall. Yeah. The story might be pretty good because 3 a.m. leads to some pretty interesting By interactions. The way, 3 a.m. to me, Midnight. 3 a.m. to me is the equivalent of being awake for six straight days. So 3 a.m. <laughs> is very late. Okay, that's very late. All right, so I'm intrigued. You have my full attention on that. Um, also, I guess there was a basketball game last night at one point or another. So uh, I do need – and Anthony Davis did not play. Surprise, surprise. Uh, LeBron did. Russell Westbrook did. And is this Here We Go Again? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, so uh, Al is dealing with a uh, technical issue at the moment. So I, I, I got I to gotta be honest. I, I'm... I'm going to put my faith in my partner, in my co-host. I'm going to lean on the fact that he knows what he's doing. You have no faith. Oh, there you are. You're back. Okay, good. Um, 
I, I, I'm, I think that this could go badly, if I'm being entirely honest. If it's this good, and, mm-hmm. and again, I got outside confirmation that it's good. So did Emily tell you who it was? Yeah, okay. yeah, she did. So so that that person is saying, no, 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 it's that good. So if it's that good, I want it for our audience multiple times between now and 1 o'clock. Um, i got to stick to my guns here. <laughs> okay. get, get John on. If you want to get John on and, and we do this, then I'm down for it. But John's got to be on. He's got to be on, too. All right, um, Emily, you got you got to reach out to uh, Ireland and see what he has to say Setting about it. Now. it. Okay, all right, send it out to him. Um, were, did you have the same experience that I did yesterday? So uh, I get I, I'm I'm flipping through my phone, I'm looking at Twitter, and I see that Anthony Davis was originally going to play, and then he was not going to play because he had stiffness in his lower back. He did not yep. play. Um, we are one preseason game into the season, and we are back in very familiar territory. Okay, so. Let's just say, hypothetically, um, so Darvin Ham's talking before the game, and he gives out the starting lineup. It's AD. They're going to try something small. AD, LeBron, um, Patrick Beverly, Austin Reeves, and Russ. Okay. So everybody's just kind of assuming, okay, hey, that's going to be a starting lineup. This is what preseason is for. You're trying some different stuff. Uh, sitting out, doing the pregame show, and I think it was actually right before – actually right before the game started, Trudell sends out the tweet, okay, he's going to be out, lower back tightness. And, you know, Lakers being extra, they're taking precautions. Hey, it's just the preseason, no big deal. And I almost found myself trying to convince myself the same thing. I'm like, yeah, it's preseason. Yeah, it's okay. It's, it happens. Mm-hmm. And then the more that it, I kind of it sunk in, I'm like, no, I don't care if it's preseason. Wait, <laughs> is, is LeBron playing? Yeah, right. LeBron's playing, right? LeBron's in his 20th year. Um, LeBron is, if there's anybody that needs to be extra cautious with their body, it's obviously LeBron James. Okay, Russ is going to be out there. Okay, the rest of the roster, you know, at least some of these key guys are going to be out there. And I kind of start talking myself out of this, wait a minute, we just, no, 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 it's not supposed to be like this again, right? Like, no, 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 we're not, we're not, it's a preseason game. Exactly. Play 15 minutes, don't do anything crazy, get some running, let Darvin Ham see some different lineups that, okay, can I use this in the regular season? Can I not? He's not going to play tonight as well because they're not going to play for back-to-backs. However, but he, it's he not a back-to-back for him. It's not. Yeah. It's not. You're 100% right. So it, it's, for me personally, I would be lying to you and our audience if I did not sit back yesterday and say, come on now. Come on, like let let's. This is you only get six of these preseason games. If you're gonna miss two of the first three, okay, now you're down to three left. By the way, in a couple of weeks, you're gonna start the season against the Golden State Warriors and the Los Angeles Clippers. Maybe I'm making too big deal, making too big of a deal of it. But Trav, how do you not look at the last couple of years and put your head down knowing that he didn't play yesterday? It, it, it's not complicated. It really is not. That it, if almost any, and I don't want to say almost any other player. If any other player on the Laker roster didn't play last night, say, you know, my back's just a little tight. You go, yeah, whatever, fine. It's a preseason game. Who cares? Not him. Not him. Because we've been through two seasons in a row where he has not played where he's missed as many games as he's played in if not more where his health has been the number one thing that's held the Lakers back that not not that he's not a good player it's that he doesn't play enough and we were told you know the longest offseason that any of these guys have had in a very long time they didn't make the playoffs so the middle of April up until a couple of nights ago you didn't have to play any you know competitive basketball that you could get healthy that you could get right and you play one game 
Uh, and now all of a sudden we're back in injury land. And, and look, it probably isn't anything. It's probably not something that's going to be you know, uh, a, a chronic issue, and I'm knocking on wood right now. But of all of the guys that couldn't afford to have this really, we were we were getting ready to play you, and then right before the game was starting, whether you know an hour or an hour and a half or whatever it might have been, it's a big deal. It, it really is. If, if LeBron James in his 20th year can do it, Russell Westbrook can do it, all the other guys that you mentioned can do it, and he can't, that's a problem. It, there, there's no other way to say it other than that's a problem because he knows that I'm going to be saying this, that you're going to be saying what you're saying, that everybody else is saying what they're going to say. And again, I'm not saying that this means he's going to miss 50 games this year. I'm saying that here we go again, man. We played one preseason game and we're right back in the are you kidding me zone. Okay. Let, let me, let me, the are you, or, Let's not do this again. Are you kidding me? Those are the stuff that come to my mind. He doesn't, at this stage of his career, it's just the reality of it. I mean, we all want to see AD succeed, and we all think he's got as good as potential as anybody in the league, but he doesn't get the benefit of the doubt. So something as small as this in a preseason game means something to Laker fans. Did you remember, I think I before the first Laker preseason game on Monday, they had the injury report, and Lonnie Walker's out, Troy Brown Jr.'s Fine. out. Dennis uh, Schroeder still not here. And then it said, you know, Anthony Davis, I think at the time it was like probable he's most likely going to play, but he was on there. And it's like, don't you can't tell me that that doesn't mean something to a Laker fan. Of course it does. Of course it. you're looking at it like, all right, well, all I could go back to is what I've seen over the last two years. Over the last two years, there's a possible 164 games that you could play. Those are the two seasons combined. He played 76. So, again, maybe we're sitting here in a week and we might look back and say, well, that was, uh, that was a waste to really you know, have this conversation. But I think it's tough to do that when you're talking specifically about Anthony Davis. You're around everybody out there. Was any, what was the consensus? Was it just, listen, this is, this is a overabundance of caution that if this were anything other than a preseason game we he would be out there and he would play his regular minutes or was this a hey you know this is something that we got I mean what, what's the tone why I, I'm because I know what my tone is I know that my my response to this was you've got to be kidding me like already how I mean, mm-hmm. how how did we get here after one game? You and I sat with him for a few minutes at Media Day about a week mm-hmm. or so ago, and we asked him the question, you know, what is it like knowing that this entire team's season hinges on your health? And he said, you know, look, I get it. I, You know, I this is something. He that knows. I, he, of course he does. Mm-hmm. And yet here we are because there's no question that him and Darvin Ham and Rob Palinka and everybody involved in the, in the organization is like, look, if he doesn't play tonight when we thought he was going to play, this is going to be the reaction what are they saying you know kind of the the whispers what what is the consensus that it's nothing or something I think nothing and it's just precautionary and that's that was the that was the theme of it just precautionary it's just it's a preseason game nothing new here it's just precautionary but I I, I'm I'm gonna go back to something I I, listen I I do believe if there's one thing I think you could take away from preseason and and there was some stuff yesterday that uh, we had a very unique seat yesterday when we're doing games, as you used to as well for Laker games, you're not on the floor. You're up between that 100 and 200 section. So you're about 20 rows back. Yep. For us, we're sitting – we're literally courtside. That's where they have the radio broadcast. So we're uh, – right to my right, I'm three, four people from Darvin Ham. And, and you get to see things that you don't typically get to see. 
So uh, and I'll get into that in, in, in a little bit. But you want to – part of the stuff that you want to take away from preseason, you want to create a certain vibe. You want to create a certain identity. And Anthony Davis – you want to set an example and a tone for the upcoming season, mm. right? Like that's, well, that's, I'm sorry to interrupt, Al, but yep. that's what we were talking about the other day, right? This He doesn't have to come in and say, with you know, verbally say, I'm here to lead you guys to the promised land. Get on my back. Let's go, and let's go do this thing. Just do it. Just, just do, do it. it. And mm-hmm. after one preseason game, he's not doing it. Mm-hmm. It's just the facts. Well, let, let, listen, the and I'm going to go back to this kind of setting the tone. You got leaders that are a part of every squad. You got leaders that are part of every business corporation, and you know you watch how those leaders. You hope that those leaders, um, they, uh, they, they, they know how to lead the pack, right? Like, let's simplify it. Hey, we're we're following him. They do that with Braun. Maybe they do it with Anthony Davis. I don't have access to what happens behind the scenes, but like I said. Um, Maybe we're making too big of a deal of it, but I'd be lying to you if I did not sit here and tell you that was extremely disappointing to see that Braun is out there, Westbrook's out there, and AD's not. All right, Laker fans, what do you think? When you saw it, when you flipped on your TV last night, turned on your radio, when you saw the tweet that he wasn't going to play, what was your reaction? 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-3776. Major League Baseball playoffs, Al. They start tomorrow. Dodgers have, obviously, that first-round bye, but... They still haven't said who's going to pitch game number one. Is there a real question there? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. <laughs> okay, sweet. So, so I had a chance to go through some tweets here. You ready for this? Sure. The, the, so if nothing else, okay. the, your tease has created a great deal of anticipation. Oh, no, Alan. What so, the hell is wrong with you? So No, you no. Idiot. This is, we have a three-hour show. Well, a little bit of that. But here, I'm just going to kind of <laughs> go through these, okay? This is a lot of these in the Trav and Sliwa community. So if you haven't joined the Trav and Sliwa community, I would strongly suggest that you do that. Uh, this is from 805 Raider. It says, just tell the damn story, man. <laughs> Okay, this is from John in Huntington Beach. This segment with Slee is so Slee, and I love it. Okay, Tim in OC says, Slee in Ireland had a great time watching the Bellagio Water Show. That's the story. <laughs> okay, so people are trying to guess what this is. Tim and OC again. Oh, that is the greatest thing, because I could see us. It was so cool. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen it before, but this water show is amazing. Here's another one from Tim in the OC. Uh, Sliwa and Ireland went to CVS to get dental floss because he forgot it at home. That's the story. Okay, so. And he used my membership because he didn't have his phone number. He didn't have his membership available. Aaron Palmer is suggesting something that I think a lot of people have put on Twitter as well. It says, I'm suddenly very anxious with Sliwa's tease. It's like when Ron Artest took the three in game seven against Boston. It's like, okay, I know, I know it can go in, but I don't know if it's going but to go in. But why are you taking it? Right. <laughs> uh, okay, oh, hold are, on. There's more. Tweets. There's more. I can't be the only one who's hoping for the most boring story ever. It will be a great bit. 
So there's that one as well. That means we can't lose. If it's boring, <laughs> well, we'll get made fun of. That's and true. If it's good, then we'll get praise. This is from Never Lost Romer. It says, funny how Sliwa is not patient waiting for Anthony Davis to play, but he expects us to be patient and wait three hours for a story. It's fair, right? Uh, I show up to work every day, okay? All right. <laughs> I'm just let's saying, not, this is a uh, lot, lot of people are, are now, they, you've okay. got people for, excited, for, nervous, anxious, there's angry. a lot of emotion, and a little bit and of angry. anger, yes. Okay, first off, let me just say, I don't think anyone tops the Bellagio, Bellagio show, the water show. It's pretty good. That is so good. Pretty good. That is so good. Um, I actually texted John, and you know, maybe John's doing this. John's probably in, the, in on this whole thing, too. He's like, yeah, I'm not even going to look at my phone until 1. John might be doing that too. Okay, so could that be part of the story? Could is, is part of the story the fact that you guys that that Ireland may or may not be unavailable until one o'clock? Is that part of the buildup? No, because John. No, uh, let okay. me simplify this. John has always said he doesn't sleep much. No, so I know for he John, doesn't. it doesn't even matter. So he's probably been up for seven hours. <laughs> so you you called it. You're back in your room at three, or you kind of started to shut it down at three. Uh, shut it down at three. Back in the room around. After two, after two. Okay, so you were yeah. you were in bed at three o'clock. Yeah. What time did you yeah, roll out this morning? Uh, alarm went off at seven thirty. Ooh, that's not that's much. a lot of. That's what's not that? a lot. It's not a lot of sleep. No, it's not a lot of sleep. <laughs> and I actually looked at. You know, sometimes you just. I, I don't know how how it, it's different for dudes, girls. I don't know. Whatever the case is, mm-hmm. I don't really look at a mirror much, right? Like I just I'm getting a shower. I get the hell out. Put some clothes on. I go. This morning I looked I look at the mirror and I'm like, Why are my eyes so red? And I'm just looking closer. I'm like, This looks really bad. And we're about to go to a breakfast and we have some of our partners and this and blah blah blah. And I'm just sitting there, I'm like, Yeah, this probably isn't a good look and just went that's when I went and down to probably a half a gallon of water that was six dollars and fifty cents and was like, Okay, let's have forty eight cups of coffee and let's get going. Have you done that thing where you tell yourself that you're fine and it works for ten minutes and then you realize you're not? <laughs> How many times have you gone through that so far today? I didn't even do that. <laughs> I, I was just honest with myself. I said, You're not fine and then that's when I left the room. It, it there there's that lie you can tell yourself for a couple of minutes where you're like, No, it I I'm actually okay. Get a little something to eat, a little caffeine, I'm ready to go. And you're you feel good for ten minutes and you're like, Nah, I just really would like to crawl back in bed and go eat some French fries and call Wednesday, it a night. Travis. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure it was. Yeah, that that's uh that's how I know the feeling as 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 well as I do. So yeah, I'm, but I'm you glad you're muscle. Five year anniversary. It was like a good you had a good reason it was for doing it. what you did. I had no reason yesterday for anything. That, well, quite honestly, that makes it better. Like having a big celebration is one thing, but just getting turned up for no reason is is fantastic. I'm I'm Trav, I'm excited. Trav, can I tell you something? Yeah, it's a pretty funny story. You're gonna like the story. Slee and Ireland went to <laughs> the M M&M and M store and got purple and yellow M and M's. That's another guess. <laughs> just saying that you're. Uh, that it, they went to a 24 hour buffet. <laughs> we bought one plate, but they shared it. Slee's going to tell us our three, his three-item combo. I'm just saying that the the bar is set both very high and very low. It's an odd, it's an odd uh, sensation it's an to odd know that yeah, the, the odd... story could be really, truly remarkable, but there's also the element of that's it. 
<laughs> just I'm curious which part we're going to go. So we lost him again. All right. So we'll uh, maybe 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 this maybe I got it right. Right. Maybe this is the whole thing about him deciding that you know, hey, I'm I'm okay. I can tell this. Listen, no, no, man, I gotta I gotta shut this down. All right. So I'm going to set this up, and then when Slee gets back, we'll we'll see what he thinks about this. Dodgers don't play again for until next Tuesday. Next Tuesday will be the first Dodger game on uh, postseason. They're, they will host um, the winner of the, the the Mets or the Padres in game one of the National League Division Series. We'll do that at Dodger Stadium Tuesday or Wednesday. The Mets and the, and the uh, Pods are getting ready to go. That first game, by the way, Scherzer against Darvish tomorrow. Really interesting game. Two very yeah. good pitchers, and it could go either way. Do we have Slee back yet? Not yet. Okay. So the Dodgers have not announced who's going to pitch their first game it, it it feels like this has been obvious for quite some time that julio is going to be the guy to pitch game number one and i still think that he will be the guy to pitch game number one but seeing the way that kershaw has pitched both yesterday and really since he came back after that back injury uh, against san francisco he has not been good he's been great he has been lights out is there a real conversation now about who should take the ball in game one, or is it still very clearly Julio is your best guy, give him the ball? Yeah, I'd, I'd have such a difficult time trying to make a different argument. I really would. Like, I, if Is there a strategic thing that you could do to say to yourself, okay, well, we know Julio's the best pitcher on the Los Angeles Dodgers. We know we have the most confidence with him um you know taking the uh t- taking the taking the mound on game 1 of a series against the New York Mets or the San Diego Padres or whatever it is um but i would be i i don't i wouldn't know what that strategy is i i don't think there is a conversation i don't think there will be a conversation i think it will be Julio and i think the question from there and i think it will be Kershaw after that and maybe but the question why, after why not, that. Why not just put it in the books then, right? If he's if he's because I agree with everything you said. I'm with you mm-hmm. that that Julio has had the best season. Julio is the um, Cy Young candidate. Julio's been the ace of this team really all year long. Tony Gonsolin, you know, had a, had a moment where he was in the Cy Young. He got hurt. He goes down. Kershaw's missed a little bit of time as well. It's clearly Julio's season. It's clearly he has established himself as the guy. So why, when you look at potential matchups, does it not say game one? Urias. Is it as simple as they don't need to right now? It's maybe it's early. It's you're you're there. You got you don't even know who you're going to play yet. You got you know. Yeah, but two does teams it matter? That we'll have but to, you're right. It does, it, these are explanations. You're right. It doesn't. It does, it, it does not change matter. the result. Mm-hmm. Right. There is no. Oh, if this guy is if he's got to pitch against this team and this pitcher, we're going to switch. There is no set of circumstances where you change your mind. Right. I'm not at least not for me. So. I'll throw it back to you because I don't have an answer, and I think we both assume what we think the answer is going to be. What is the advantage of saying, "Now nah, we'll pump the brakes here"? So he, we, we, you know I what? We're theory. not going to announce anything yet. I have a theory, and I, the the theory I think is they want to be respectful of the legacy of Clayton Kershaw. And especially considering how well he's pitching right now. Because it's not mm-hmm. – you remember at the beginning of the year that Walker Bueller finally got the opening day start. And it for the last couple of years, we're like, it probably should be Bueller, but Kershaw's Kershaw, so he's going to get the ball. And you want to be respectful of, of him and his Hall of Fame career. That That's what this feels like to me to a point that let's at least wait before we announce because that's just the right thing to do with a person of his stature. Okay? The flip side of that, though, Al, is – why are we not considering Julio's 
feelings, reputation, whatever, however you want to characterize it, because he's earned the right to be the opening game starter in a playoff series. And why not just say, look, yeah, it's Julio, man. Julio's been our workhorse all season long. We're going to go Julio. We're going to go Kershaw. It's a one-two punch. We'll put it up against anybody. Let's go. Why not do that? Okay, let, let me ask you this. Um, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful to Clayton Kershaw. There's nothing. There's no reason to be disrespectful to a Dodger legend, one of the um, you know most important athletes representing Los Angeles over X amount of years. If the reasoning for doing that is to show respect to Clayton Kershaw, is that necessary? Is there not already does does everybody not already have the absolute ultimate respect for Clayton Kershaw? Is this really? Is it necessary? Like, if if that's the reasoning, if it's like, like you just said, right? If if it's, it's because guys, it's it, and and by the way, you may be right. I'm yeah. just, I I think it's so unnecessary, especially this time of the year. Um, and that's actually a really good point of, well, aren't you disrespecting a guy that has actually probably felt disrespected over the years? Listen, this is the first time we're calling Julio an ace. This is the first time. Because even coming into this season, it was Walker Bueller, it was Clayton Kershaw. Last year, it was Max Scherzer and Trevor Bauer and, and Walker Bueller and put Kershaw on that list as well. This is the first time you're really telling Julio, this is your squad. Sure. You are the leader of this pitching staff. Um, if the theory is show some more, it's, it's an opportunity to show more respect to Clayton Kershaw. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, sure. but that sounds so and incredibly unnecessary. I, I, I couldn't agree more, but here's here's the rub, and this is why I think that it's a, 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 a reasonable theory. Julio was the guy that they messed around with last year. And Julio was the guy that they messed around with in the World Series year. And, you know, okay, you're going to start here, but you're going to be a, a, a closer for three innings. And, oh, by the way, last year against the Giants and the Braves, we're going to bring you in in the fifth inning because we like the, you know, that way you can get through the top of the order. Three, they, He's the one that always had to have the weird assignment. It was never Bueller. It was never Kershaw. He was always the one that's like, okay, we're going to get cute for a second, and Julio, you're the one that we're going to do it with. So they, you put all these things together, and it just feels like – And look, I'm not saying that Dave Roberts and Andrew Friedman don't deeply respect what he's done for the team, but it seems like he's always the one on the short end of that stick. He, he wasn't treated – he wasn't treated the same exact way as those other pitchers, right? And that – and I, let me use as an example. If Tony Gonsolin or Tyler Anderson – if let's just say this year, let's say Gonsolin was completely healthy and he didn't have this – potential four-inning max or something along those lines, if they were used a certain way, you'd be like, okay, hey, you know what? They had really good seasons, but um, this is this is a strategy that works better. Uh, have we really seen – can they can they be incredibly dependable in the postseason? Julio has been all that for the Dodgers. I, I, hope, the, I, I hope if that's one of the theories, that's not the case, because I do agree with you. I think it would be disrespectful to Julio. Is it almost respectful that he can do anything? that you can put him anywhere, and that he will perform at a high standard? Yes, if, Emily. The the answer to your question is yes, but he has made it very clear he views himself as a starting pitcher. He, that, that if he was like, look, if, if his whole jump off was, listen, I'll do whatever they want me to do. I will pitch the fifth inning, the ninth inning, the first inning. I'll do whatever I want. I just want to win a World Series. I think that's his setting. I believe that how he is, but he's also made it clear that I think I'm a starting pitcher. I, this is this is what I and, and by the way, he's right. 
Mm-hmm. He absolutely is right. It's just it's interesting to me that that it had and again, it's you got five days, so there's plenty of time to do this, but that it isn't just, oh no, look, it's Julio, it's Clayton, and it's it's Gonsolin and Anderson, and let's ride. I, I that, that that's not that easy is surprising to me. I know we got to go to break here, but do you do you believe in this? Do you see this the strategy they may use on Degrom? Did you see that? Hit me. That they. I know may, Scherzer's pitching game one tomorrow. They may not pitch him in game two, and they're trying to set it up potentially that Degrom, you know, obviously gets the ball against the Dodgers in game one. Uh, that he may not pitch in game two, and a part of that depends on what happens in game one. That That is awesome because the second you start planning for things that aren't guaranteed to happen, that? you might get knocked out. Now I, now I have an, another reason to root against the Mets, so we're, we're stacking them up. Hey, did you see? It's the Taylor Smith segment. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. All right, before we get to hey, did you see, Slee, I, I think we've got a niche here. I think <laughs> I, I think we've created a very specific um, group of people that are fans of ours. You ready for this tweet? Sure, sure. This is from Gary Marillo on mm-hmm. Twitter, and he writes, I'm at the Carson Community Center here for a seminar. I go to the restroom to wash my hands, and I hear someone in a stall listening to the Travis and Sleewood show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we are... The bathroom radio show of choice. That Let's whether go. you are showering at your country club where Ireland heard it, or whether yeah. you are using the restroom at the Carson Community Center during a seminar, that they are. T- I'm assuming they're listening to the app. You can put the ESPN LA app on your phone, and when you use the bathroom, you too can listen to Travis and Sliwa. <laughs> listen, I-, I get it. It's a great place to relax. It's Good to kind of kick back. <laughs> Hey, did you see with Taylor? Yeah. Factor cap with Emily. This is where you kind of consume this uh, this product. And he can't miss that Sleva story. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you never know when he might drop it on us. What do you got, Taylor? Carson Community Center. This one's for you. <laughs> did you see that Doc Rivers said he wants to see James Harden play like a quote scoring Magic Johnson? So okay, Trav. Using this format make a good athlete better. So here's an example of fleet-footed Tom Brady. Hmm. Uh, a good athlete better. Let me think about this for half a second. Um, so we're just creating like Frankenstein monster yeah, unstoppable somebody that's guys. already good at one thing, okay. but making them, you know. Okay, here, here's here's a good one, and this is a little sportsy, but it would be an unstoppable human being. What if LeBron could shoot like Steph Curry? <laughs> Right. I mean, like, what if LeBron at at the peak of his physical powers, which we're still experiencing right now, he's he's that big, he's that strong, he's that fast, he's that strong, he's got that handle, all of those things, he can get to the rim at will, and oh, by the way, he doesn't miss out to about 40 feet. And I don't know what you would do with that particular player. Okay, so this will be sportsy as well, but let's use what you just did. LeBron has actually improved as a three-point shooter. And, he, and he'll step back, not, not not Steph Curry, right? But he'll step back, he'll take tough threes. What if Shaq was basically Steve Nash at the free throw line? <laughs> That's pretty good, too. Okay. What if Shaq, every time you fouled him, you're like, well, there's two points. He's 92% from the free throw line. I'm thinking something Shaq asked because he was so good, so dominant. But there was, you know, you kind of, all right, well, we'll just put him at the free throw line. Or the guy's not going to shoot a jumper. Now, all of a sudden, you have Shaq taking 15-footers and then going to the free-throw line and draining free throws. So that would be mine. You're describing something, Slee. So my friend Tom Tolbert, who played in the NBA for a long time, does a radio show up in Northern California. He's, he's fantastic. He played – he was teammates with Shaq in Orlando. Mm-hmm. And he – he you know, Tom's like 6'10 or whatever it is. And, and he used to have to guard Shaq in practice. 
And so, they, you know, they would go back and forth. And so he was very familiar with how physical Shaq was. And again, this is Shaq in Orlando, like very young, athletic, explosive Shaq. And he said to me at one point, he goes, if Shaq ever learned to shoot 75% from the free throw line, never mind Steph Curry, right? Just 70, he goes, they'd have to change the rules of the NBA because he would score 100 points a night. He would be completely and totally unguardable. He's either getting two or three every time he, we, that he touches the ball. So he, he, what you just said, Tolbert was saying they'd have to change the rules of the NBA if Shaq was a good free throw shooter. Just move the free throw line back. What are you going to do? I mean, you want to give him, you want two or three. Okay, two, 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 two. He'd get a thousand points a night. So I have a quick one. So uh, if we're going to do complete Frankenstein's monster, whatever I want, it could happen. I want to make Aaron Donald invisible so that he can't be guarded. He just comes he, up, and you just see the quarterback get hit from the side, and it's Aaron Donald. Isn't that a commercial? I, I'm not even kidding. They did that commercial where he put on the invisible suit, right? Oh, really? I yeah. just, I forgot about that commercial. It was just buried I, in my I, head, I, but I, I want that to happen. at maybe? I think, yeah, he, he did a commercial where he was invisible. Okay, guys, next up, did you see that a new study suggests that male guitarists that flock to extreme metal do so in order to show off to other straight male guitarists? So is there a hobby that you started in hope of impressing other people? Sliwa. Um, radio? Totally radio. <laughs> That's funny. You know what? There definitely is, and sometimes you're not even, like you're, you might not even be paying attention to it, but when somebody tells you like, Hey, what do you do for a living? And then you're actually going to tell them what you do for a living. Your chest comes out. You're like, well, you know, I don't know. Heard, I paint houses. A small company. Have you heard of it? It's called ESPN, <laughs> right? It's, a it's like, yeah, it's like there is something about that. Now you don't do it just for that, but there's definitely that portion of it where I don't like yeah, you, you feel, guys are describing our occupation as your hobbies. That that, that makes me feel like perhaps <laughs> you're not as invested in this as y'all should be. Invested. <laughs> Travis, um, the, so really, really, the only hobby I've ever had, like, like in the, there, is well, I, I guess that yeah, maybe, but is collecting baseball cards. And I would be a liar if I said that I wasn't walking around the playground peacocking my George Brett rookie card. Hey. Look at this, seventy-five George Brett tops. Uh, you know, it's got it's it's near mint condition, razor sharp corners. I was a huge dork, so yes, I I that my baseball card collection was something I would flex, thinking it would impress you're other thirteen-year-olds. You're just sitting at the playground. There's like three girls next to you. You're like, yeah, it's no big deal. Kind of a big Not deal. that many people have this. <laughs> even, what is that? A Beckett you have? Even then, I knew that girls were repelled by my my baseball card fascination. I I, I was not. An insane person. I just was very preoccupied with getting a Fernando rookie. <laughs> All right, next one up. I saw this. Uh, it's a news headline from a couple years ago, but I had to share. So did you see that two Arkansas men were arrested for taking turns shooting each other while wearing bulletproof vests after drinking? <laughs> Should this be illegal, Trav? I, I that, feel- was John, that was John and I last <laughs> night. <laughs> Look, if it's that was a, our story. If it's a story about you guys shooting nine millimeters into each other's chest with bulletproof vests, I'm you. You are right to tease the story the way that you did. Um, no, look, I know that this is not the most original thought in the world, but this is literally Darwinism in, right in front of you, right? That, that if if you and your buddies want to take turns shooting right? each other, How about it? knock yourselves out. It, it's I, I I will pass Taylor as, as as much as I like you. If you ever said to me, "Hey Trav, I got an idea," and it involves <laughs> something best. like that, I'd be like, "Uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm not your guy for that." But if you want to go out into the woods of Arkansas and take turns shooting each other, who am I to tell you no? 
Yeah, this is uh, – I don't even know how to respond to this one. Trying to, like, think of – I'm down to do something stupid every once in a while. I think I've told you, Trav, go skydiving or something like that. Okay, that's kind of an adrenaline rush. Uh, and don't get me wrong, there's waivers you have to sign. That could be it. It could be over. But this one doesn't seem like um, you and I would be signing up for that anytime soon. <laughs> Somebody wants to go ahead and do that, go ahead and do it. I mean, we were talking about for Oct- or for Halloween – to go do one of those like haunted, you got like a full day out, whatever, and they do whatever they want to do. That's nope. more of like an adrenaline rush. Uh, no thank you on getting taken down with a uh, yeah. That not happening. they, they not shouldn't happen. be arrested for shooting each other. They should be arrested for being morons. It is <laughs> like that. Yes. That's that's the part that should be against the law. But last I checked, being dumb is not illegal. It's just inconvenient for most people. All right, uh, Dodgers are done. 111 win sleep. Kershaw was great yesterday. Uh, but are there a handful of red flags heading into the postseason? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.